studios deep in the heart of Virginia. It's the Slade and Mason Show. They still don't get it, do they? (laughs) They just keep saying, keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know. (laughs) Fools. What? Why are we listening to this again? Didn't we listen to this last week? Oh, no. It's a different breed this week. It's a different show. I, I thought prom- they were going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> Fool them, too. The uh, man to my right, my immediate right, <laughs> is, of course, Dan Mason. Well, hello, everybody. And to my left, I have Mr. J.D. Slade. Hi, buddy. Cumulatively known, <laughs> we are known as... One heck of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> also known as the Slade and Mason Show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. It is Saturday afternoon. It is roughly 4 o'clock-ish. It is the uh, it is Easter weekend as that well. Is right, happy Easter! Oh, that reminds me. I knew me. it would. <laughs> uh, happy Easter, Mister Slade. I, ha- I have a, a small gift for you in your in your drawer. If you can go ahead and help yourself out there, uh, yeah, I'm almost ahead. afraid yeah, to. Go ahead. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. go ahead. There, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. my. Yeah. Oh my. Oh it's, my. It's it's. it's... <laughs> All right. It's a bag of. Go ahead. All right. Let me tell you how this story goes. Dan, when I when we were at the commercial radio station that I'm still doing mornings for, Dan, of course, bakes. I mean, you know, he's going to make someone a wonderful wife because I mean, he can cook, ladies. Mm-hmm. Of course, Kristen may not want you calling him, but anyway, every week Dan would leave. When he'd finish his shift on Sunday, he would leave one of his baked goods. And it was always fun to come in on Monday morning because I knew there was going to be something good there. <laughs> Dan got ready to leave the company. Well, I had to go. <laughs> There's a story behind that one as well. We, oh, that was good. But Dan, so the, the, the last Sunday that Dan worked, I'm, I knew it was his last Sunday to work, but I thought, oh, man, I'll bet he's really going to do it up. <laughs> Well, when I got in on Monday morning and I looked in our usual hiding stash place for the goodies, there were these cookies. <laughs> oh, now, not let just, me, not just any, not just any oh, cookie. Oh no! no. Because things. you see, I like an Oreo cookie. I even like a Hydrox cookie. And I did make these one these nice little lemon cookies. They were headless. This nice crispy topping. It had like a lemony fill on the bottom. But that's not what you left. Me other, well. No. <laughs> what you left was not a, a an Oreo. No, no, not an Oreo. Or a Hydrox. No. Well, they, they've been out of business for, what, four years anyway, so. Oh, well. But you're right. It could have been a Hydrox. It could have been a Hydrox, yeah, but hydrox. it wasn't a Hydrox. What was it? It was, it was a Nidrox cookie. <laughs> a a Nodios. <laughs> a Nodio. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, look, there are some things that I will go ahead and I can take the generic brand of and I can take, you know, the imitation of because yeah. it looks. But chocolate sandwich cookies. With natural and artificial flavors. <laughs> There's a knife. And they Cardo have the nerve over. to be double stuffed, no less. Um, but look, at this is my biggest ripoff. Look at this. How many 15. ounces is that? 15.35 ounces. Wait a yeah, minute. That's right. 
So what they've done, these used to be like uh, eighteen ounce boxes, <laughs> and it's the same basic size package. They just made the cookies, make smaller. cookies a little bit tinier, <laughs> so and they tinier and tinier and tinier. <clears throat> so I don't want to diet. Well, so anyway, so what Dan has brought me for Easter <laughs> is a whole pack of these <laughs> Nodio cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Nidrox. <laughs> we might get into those before this is over with. But I mentioned that it is uh, Easter weekend, and I have to tell you, I do this morning show, and it's like an, I am endeared to thousands of people. But the one thing that most of these people have in common is they seem to think that I'm starving because I get food. And, of course, most disc jockeys love that. But, of course, I worked real hard to lose this 147 pounds. <laughs> I have a friend, and Dan knows of her. She bakes. But it's like every week, there would be... <laughs> Wait a minute, Dan, Dan do it? Okay, Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> so I, I would say, hi, uh, hey, hey person. Karen. Yeah. Well, I can say her person. Hi, JD. <laughs> I, I made you some chocolate. Covered chocolate cookies with chocolate chips in the center, dipped in chocolate. And I put a cream filling in the center. And and, and the topping is sugar free. Happy Sunday, Capaldos. Don't eat too many because I'm going to get a little bit overweight. It might. Outperform you, if you know what I mean. She would make these cinnamon loaves that were, you know, I mean, they were. They weighed about 12 pounds each. Yeah, That's what I they mean, did. And you're like. You were Concussion City. You, you got put it, in it with them. You put it down, you hear the table just go, go. Creak. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so. But they're good. Uh, they're, I flat out, they're good. Hey, she listen, uses, she she uses did, butter. Yeah. She uses real sugar. Yes, sir. The egg just grabs your heart and says, ah! <laughs> But no I hydrogen is vegetable oil for you. This is real butter. And I like a Diet Coke. <laughs> well, the reason I brought that up is because yes. so yesterday there is a uh, there are a few people who sometimes show up at remotes that I'm going that I'm doing and so on and so forth. So they called me on Wednesday and said, We're gonna bring your Easter basket on Friday. So I waited and I'm doing the show. Now, you know, when you're told that something's coming you just sort of get ready for it, so you don't yeah. eat anything and you wait. And well, you're hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Now, yesterday I got to work. I was at the station at ten of four, so it's like I had had a cup of coffee and I think I had a couple of peanut butter crackers that I'd made up <laughs> because I'm saving my appetite because I know. Well, my show ends at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. At quarter to ten, <laughs> these people walk in. Now I am. Starving. I mean, I am ready to just. Mm. So these are people who are. They they doing, like to bring doing... me goodies because oh, they oh, think oh, okay, they okay, think okay, that okay. I'm starving. So okay. you know, well, it's like they brought this dozen cupcakes. Ooh. Oh, with with real, unlike the Norio oh, come cookies. Come on, man. Those, you enjoy those happy Easter meals, you played. Unlike happy the Easter. Norio cookies, real. Real cream cheese on top of the cupcakes. And then they brought me a a box which had things like Reese's, peanut butter eggs, and M&M's. And Al, who is uh, Brenda's boyfriend, uh, concubine, whatever, concubine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we're not on the radio. (laughs) We wouldn't be long. But anyway, Al sent his contribution, 
which was one of those little uh, uh, what they call mini bars, Jim Beam. Ooh. Yeah, but if you eat all that other stuff and you drink the Jim Beam, I know a secret. <laughs> You're going to paint the walls. <laughs> well, like I said, that is my, that's my Easter story. But like I say, again, happy Easter to those of you who are celebrating. And uh, if you missed Passover on Tuesday, hey, to my Jewish friends, uh, no, no, we won't do that. What were you going to do? Like, I, like I was going, yeah, shut I don't know. up. You're, you're just not Jewish enough. That's hey, the problem, you know? It. Well, listen, while, while you, you entertain them with a story, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to post this on our on my Facebook page so that we can get some more listeners. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So here's something kind of creepy that came oh, out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this just scared me. It almost scared me to death, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Um, <clears throat> now, this, this actually stems back from a story about probably about 10, well, how old is my... 2011. So, all right, it is almost it's almost 15 years old. It, Toyota was playing with the idea of stashing, and I kid you not, a garbage compactor <laughs> under one of the seats <laughs> of the minivans because you know you're, you're out and you're driving around. You got kids. You stop at McDonald's, Burger King, wherever you're going to go at your fast food place, and you've got trash and you've got burgers and you don't know what to do with them. So they actually toyed with the idea of putting a trash compactor. Underneath the seat, you load it up. You squish that mouth, thinking <laughs> they probably thought better. Go, you know what? They're not going to empty that for a couple of weeks. It's going to start to smell pretty Ooh. rancid. Uh. Oh my gosh! All right, well, lo and behold, gang, <laughs> something better has come along, <laughs> and this time it's Honda, the Honda Audio. <laughs> the Honda- hey, come on, I got to be careful. The, the Honda Odyssey sucks. Oh, by the what way, trying- wait a minute, wait, no. by the way, what? is that going to be one of our future advertisers? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, because we, we're 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 now proving now that Honda Odyssey sucks, and this is what Ooh, I'm saying. Oh yeah, wow. it really does. They have now introduced putting a vacuum into the minivan. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm not oh, kidding. Look at this. Picture. <laughs> so what you you do is you've got this. Uh, off, you open up the back hatch and off to the left hand side where you usually keep your you know spare flares and things like that. They have an actual unit onto the side with like a 35 foot long ho- or excuse me 10 foot long hose that will reach to the front of the car. You can now vacuum up the disgusting, gnarly, gross things a kid produced. <laughs> But what they don't realize is that this doesn't include juice boxes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you should see some of the things the kids. Are. So, oh uh, wait a minute, it, wait a minute. It, it does. They did do the test. It does remove lots of dust and Cheetos, and it it's pretty good at uh, Legos. Sadly, so <laughs> warning warning to little every little five year old boy on the planet, uh, your Legos are. Uh, <laughs> future history but what they don't talk about is how to empty it so i guess you'd have to get a couple couple hundred thousand miles you just take it down to the dealership and get the back bag empty i don't know that's gonna that's gonna smell bad oh man know. well so, yeah i heard that i just had to share that with everybody in in uh, tv radio land well here. you know it's like it's interesting that you mentioned that dan especially since you have so many children well we have six dozen now. yeah i'm telling you you just every time i come here there's new ones they, they just walter sort of... what are you doing up there <laughs> put the cat down by the way how are the kids uh they're doing much better thank you and um, and oh yes yeah, that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. because what? the story that we had last week was of course you were your insurance company decided oh my, 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 <laughs> so, my. so well they finally re re, re uh re-upped it fortunately 
And um, <clears throat> starting when is the first? Is it Monday? Is it Monday, Monday. So starting Monday, we're on a, a brand new plan. Yeah, they, they did. Are you sure? What's Monday? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> Don't worry, Mister Mason. Everything will be just fine on Monday. <laughs> hey, listen. I we were gonna. I, I had this great gag, and and for those of you listening, and you're looking for a great way to. Just pull one over on your boss for April Fool's Yeah, day. you put plastic wrap over the toilet seat <laughs> and the urinals. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> the moment you go, oh, man. <laughs> I can tell you, used to go home and get new pants. No, uh, I, I had this great idea that I stole Switch from somebody. sugar for this job. <laughs> what, what, what was going to happen now? Okay, at my radio station, there are only seven of us. And we run four radio stations. Don't, don't, don't. No comments from the peanut head uh, gallery. Uh, okay. It, it, run is an operative. Word. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> may, you may maintain. 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 Okay. okay. So here was the gag, I thought. Now, we have a new general manager. And the guy, I mean, listen, I, I got no bones against the guy. I just have this, you know, I just have no regard for authority. So, you know, I mean, it's been the knock on me since I was in high school. But, okay. So what was going to happen, and I had everybody lined up to do it. Mm-hmm. Our sales manager was going to be out on the road, and she was going to call in. And just for the sake of argument, we'll call the general manager Kevin. So it's like, <laughs> so she was going to call in and ask for Kevin. And she was going to say, just for the sake of argument, her name is Elizabeth. Hi, Kevin, this is Elizabeth. Um, listen, I have just gotten some bad news, and I have to leave right away. Uh, I'm going to need a short time leave of absence starting right now. I have open heart surgery in the morning, and I got to go hurry up and jog home. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now there's the sales manager, and he's like, "Okay, well, that's all right. I can take care of that. It's no big deal. Okay, thanks for letting me know. Okay, uh, what was her name? Elizabeth. Thank you for letting me know. Okay, so okay, now that's then, like, ten there's, minutes later, we still have six six. Gainfully employed employees who are very happy to serve our little, their little organization. So 10 minutes later, the program director, we'll call him Frank, all right? He is going to walk into Kevin's office and go, I just got some terrible news and I have to leave. I'm going to be gone for about a week. I have to go to Africa to see a man about a river. It'll be very nice. All right. We're now, going on a short cruise. It'll be a lovely trip. Remember how many people I told you work at the radio station? Seven. That's two. Well, okay. All we right, should be okay. Now, we, we, still, we still have five very, very good employees. Now, there is a guy who runs our traffic. In other words, he's the one who schedules everything that's on the logs that we follow. Like the commercials? Yeah, commercials. It even has the songs because the music ends up being filled in, blah, blah, blah. We'll call him. Uh, Isn't that what this program does? Shut I'm up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> We'll call him Derek, all right? So Derek That's is an interesting now, name. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, Derek is going to call in about a half hour later, and he's going to go, Kevin. Uh, uh, this is Derek. Uh, look, I just had a I just had a death in the family, so uh, I'm not going to be able to come in for a couple of days. All right. Now, okay. I like that. That's half the staff. Well, well, there's me. Now, my news guy, my news partner in the morning, his name is Phil. We have to give his real name. Oh, any <laughs> reason why? <laughs> well, because anybody who's listened knows that. You know, right? Oh, okay. So Phil will then walk into Kevin's office with something that we have prepared that he has to leave right now. My wife's going to have to leave. He will be gone for five days. And, and 22 minutes. Now, okay, that's five. Well, who's going to fill for Phil? 
Ah. We don't know because then I'm going to walk in there and I am going to have my friend who's on the police department come in and arrest me and oh, take me away. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Now, now at what time? This is going to be like first thing. I mean, he's going to be there at the time? Or oh, yeah. Now? It's like it. he gets there about 9 o'clock. And okay. so this is all going to start happening like within his first hour and a half of work. So you're going to be, you're still going to be on the air? You're not going to be on the air? Oh, I'm going to get off the air and, and be taken away. Oh. Well, all right. Now, see, I, I this is one of those cruel jokes that would be so funny to watch, just to watch this guy basically it twist around in to circles. Watch it yeah, it and see him just fall apart. Well, then somebody brought up the point. What if he doesn't handle this stress well? And what if he has a stroke or a coronary in the process? <laughs> oh, believe me, I pushed for this. I really did push for this. And, like, and then he would like be yeah, dead. Then we'd Ooh, all be off for a couple of days. Well, that. anyway, because our sales manager, who I'm calling Elizabeth, just yeah, for the sake yeah. of argument... She started to wuss out because she started to uh, think. She did. She started thinking, what if this guy has a stroke? I mean, he's only been uh, in the station since November. Is he, so. is he 97 years old? No, but, you know, it's like when you're in a high-pressure position and you have a ton of people who are counting on you to get results from your operation, yeah. all of a sudden you have a stroke, man. It's like, oops. <laughs> I thought it would have been a great gag, even even if he had a stroke. It would have been fun to do, yeah. <laughs> we called the ambulance. He came down. We explained him it was a big joke. Uh, he started bleeding through the nose. We didn't know what to do. It was so funny. <laughs> well, it didn't work. Uh, it didn't work, and they decided point to point punk out. And they started one by one. And then somebody was like, well, what if he doesn't get the joke and he gets mad? So what? <laughs> it's April Fool's Day. Thank you. Isn't that like... What we're supposed to do? I mean, I, I mean, I'm thinking I got this thing all mapped out. Oh. It's all good to go, and they blew it. I'm sorry. So now I got to come up with something else. Maybe I'll just, um, oh, I don't know. I, I got to go on. I got to go online and find some April Fool's jokes, you know, because it's like that's just that one was just too good. It really was. You can do that. You I can do that. You know, again. Uh, Oh, wow, look at that. Is it time for that again? Almost, almost. Wow. We'll, we'll be there. I just got to... <clears throat> well, you don't tell them what you're doing. See, they're not supposed to know what you're doing. He's he's mysteriously... What, what am I doing? What am I doing? He doesn't know. Okay, listen. Uh, the folder's empty. Uh-oh, he's lost. Things are lost. Oh, my. Well, listen, anyway, that, that was my April Fool's gag. Again, if you are uh, getting ready to celebrate Easter, I, I've taken a look at the weather forecast for Virginia. I don't know about the rest of the country. but well, right uh, now, it's absolutely gorgeous outside. Yes, it is. And it's going to be nice on Monday. But uh, Easter Sunday in Virginia looks like we make get a bunch of rain. So, you know, again, hey, but I got my Easter bonnet. <laughs> I got my Easter bonnet Thursday. Thank you. That's great. This is the Slade and Mason Show. We'll return to the Slade and Mason Show after this. Hey there, are you fat? Do your teeth stick out too? Are you morbidly grotesque as well? Hey, I'm Dr. Carmine DeGuzio, and you come on down to my clinic and we're going to take care of you, no problem. We're going to take off that fat, we're going to fix those teeth, and 
we're going to put a pretty face on you, no problem at all. It's like this whole cetacean thing, you know, you take a pill and uh, put you under the knife, we lob off a couple hundred pounds of that there fat, we're going to take your teeth and knock them out, we're going to stuff them back in your face, and we're going to line that face up so it doesn't gross kids out, you know what I'm talking about? All right, so come on down to uh, Dr. Carmine DeGuzio's one-stop shopping uh, doctor's facility. Again, we're going to get that weight off you, we're going to stop making you look like you're British, and we're going to make your face no longer make uh, vultures throw up, you know? So come on down, give us a call. We got 12 great locations in the area. You'll show up fat and ugly, but you'll leave looking beauty. You know what I'm talking about? I'm Dr. Carmine DeGuzio. Looking forward to seeing you. Eh, after the surgery.
now return you to the Slade and Mason Show. I am J.D. Slade, and, and the man to my right is Dan the Man <laughs> Mason. <laughs> Oh, I haven't said that in a long time. Dan the man. Oh, Dan buddy. the man Mason. Hey, oh, stags wax, no amusement tax. Coming to you live. Okay. Yeah, coming to you live from uh, uh, Deep Dan in the heart of the Dan, Dan Mason studios. studios. That's right. Somewhere in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Don't tell them. They might come <sighs> to look for us. All right, uh, JD. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch the third rail here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Let yeah, me get protected here. I'll strap in yeah. because yeah, there could ahead, be all gra- kinds of fallout from this. Grab right. yourself. Grab yourself. Yeah. <sighs> here it goes. <laughs> Deep breath. NASCAR. Oh. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> yes. So um, this guy died. <laughs> the story gets even better. So. What had happened was, uh, uh, it, it's just this is just a sad, sad story. So where's this come out of? Uh, it doesn't even tell me where it comes out of. That you know, that's the one thing I like about these uh, news stories that you get from like the AP and whatnot. They don't tell you where this is happening. Right. This could be uh, down the road. It could be in Europe. It could be in Istanbul. Uh-huh. Uh, but judging from the fellow in the face, I would say it's somewhere here in America. And what had happened was that what this, had happened was what happened was this guy died. This guy died, right? This uh, is not a funny story. He's a funny story. story. <laughs> he died in a car crash in 2009. It was so funny. Oh it was funny. Oh His wife spent ten thousand dollars for what? For a headstone, <laughs> not just any headstone. Okay, but this was. Sh- Hold on, it's getting good. You gotta be if this guy didn't die in a car crash, he died at home because it was sh- shaped like a couch. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting at home watching TV, and then I died. <laughs> All right. We so, are sick. So the guy's watching TV, I guess, is a big TV watcher. I've, I've seen things like that before, guys. will have these grandiose tombstones or markers, and you know it's like a, a stone Mercedes. Have you seen these pictures? Of these uh, uh, yeah. really intricate. Well, anyway, uh, this lady had this uh, grave marker, if you will, a headstone in the shape of a couch, <laughs> and, and stop it! And it had uh, it had the NASCAR logo <laughs> and the Indianapolis Colts and a deer and a dog, which is why I suspect he was trying to avoid from me getting hit. <laughs> he died anyway. Oh, I told you I was hitting the third rail on this one. Well, you know uh, the fact that you should mention this sad. Well, <laughs> here's the problem: uh, the the uh, Roman Catholic diocese decided. Oh, I think it's in this little area here. I won't mention where it is. Uh, they have decided that it is inappropriate for a Catholic. Catholic <laughs> cemetery to have NASCAR full color logo strapped to the top of this couch shaped tombstone, and she's got to get rid of it and get something a little more. And then you asked me why I fell out with the Catholic Church. I mean, right, so there, I, I, I am running there, for Pope though. Right I don't know the, what to say about that one. I just. <laughs> Well, like I say, I'm running for Pope. Uh, it's seven years is about the average span. Yeah, because so he's going to be out of Yeah, he'll be gone. Hey, listen, you were speaking about death, and 
A lot of people do that. You know? It's such a funny subject. Well, here, here... Lucy, you're dead. <laughs> Sorry. You got a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> oh, Ricky. All right, listen. Go ahead. This couple. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. This couple. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to slap you in a You minute. are not. Yes, I am. Sorry. Pow. A Philadelphia couple. Where else? But fine Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. They were honoring a deceased loved one and got married at his funeral. In a surprise ceremony, they had 850 onlookers. Now, the marriage of Reggie Wade and his bride, Monica McMillan, took place at the funeral of Wade's uncle, Gregory Chops Scott. Chops. Chops. Uh, Chops was shot to death on February 27th. Yeah. Now, before his death, he promised to walk the bride down the aisle because her... <laughs> because her father had died years ago. So who set up the animatronics? <laughs> well, the, Wade and McMillan chose to honor uh, Chop's promise by combining their wedding with the funeral. <laughs> Dearly now, beloved. Check this out. Oh, my. It was a four-hour funeral service. Oh, my gosh. Then, during the service, Reverend da, da, Caleb da, 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 Reverend da, da, Caleb Johnson, da, 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 man, da, da, da. said, if you came to this looking for a funeral as usual, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> we bring you now <laughs> the wedding! Bobby Joe, do you take to make you lovely one right? Oh, and you're going to love this. What do we get from Gregory? Do you get anything? Did they stick an animatronic in here? Did they like him? Did, this sorry, preacher, they... Caleb Johnson, uh, married these people. And as they stood before the casket, what a memorable moment. As we reached into the casket and pulled up. Now, check it out. Did they grab his arm and like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Hey, someone stitched it down. (laughs) Well, the bride and groom wore happy colors. They each wore black and gold (laughs) t-shirts, buccaneer colors, with this guy's picture on the front. I don't make Only this stuff in up, Philadelphia. Only, Only in Philadelphia. Only in Philadelphia. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <clears throat> All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what we missed yesterday? We missed something interesting I need to point out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. was it, uh, yesterday was National Day of Unplugging Your Computers, oh, Your Electronics, yes. Your Computers, Your Telephones, Your yes, TV Sets, uh, Microphones, whatever. So, All right, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. If you, if you, Here it is. You know, uh, for 24 hours at sundown today, so that'd be... Well, it was oh, yesterday. you know, that means... That means right now they're so they should. Oh, so you should be, be fired up right about. Now. Well, the sun's coming down, so hey, fire up your computers. Uh, you don't want to miss this show. <laughs> and if uh, you have them, sorry to hear that. All right, while you're talking about, you know, again, today, today, yesterday was, of course, National Day of Unplugging. I don't know how many of you did it. I didn't. I didn't even know about it. Tomorrow, well, well, if you listened to my radio show, you would have known. I can't listen to that. Look at this this radio (laughs) I have here. Oh, my God. Look, it was made in Fairfield, New Jersey. I think it's got Thomas Edison's picture on it. Ah, stop it. (laughs) Well, anyway, yesterday was National Unplugging Day. Uh, Tomorrow, for me is where I just turn my cell phone off and I don't even turn it on. Well, that's called, we call that here, we call it Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tomorrow is Easter Sunday, but today, and the reason that this comes in, today is it's Turkey Neck Soup (laughs) Day. (laughs) That is really disturbing. I mean, turkey. you think of this poor turkey. You think about all the parts in the body you could stuff into a pot and boil with water and throw in... Ameriquois. You know what Ameriquois is? 
first to do it. No. I don't know what America was. All right. Anybody know what America was? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Bueller. Bueller. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an equal part of uh, uh, carrots, onions, and uh, celery. And that's what makes every soup taste like soup. Oh, okay. That's America. Anyway, oh, okay. so, you know, uh, poor turkey neck. I mean, it's not even the body. It's not the head, which, of course, is kind of gross. It's the neck. I mean, it's the section right here. You just got <laughs> a neck. A neck. Well, what 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 do you chicken I, feet? I, um, chicken, yeah, I've had chicken feet. Yeah, see, so They're you fatty, know, gross, disgusting, and full of bones. Yeah, on. especially the ones with athletes' foot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, today I mentioned was uh, yeah. well, Dan told us that it was Turkey Neck Soup Day, so yes. certainly hope you're having your turkey neck <laughs> soup. <laughs> but today is also last week, and as a matter of fact, the pri- previous shows we have problems getting writing instruments. Stop it. No, here's one. No, it's not. got it's it's Crayola erasable. <laughs> yeah, right, with no end on it. Peter, why did you eat the tip off of this? Oh. For some reason, every pencil in this house <laughs> has got the tips broken off of it. So before I we started we, today, we went scavenging hunting. Hey, Dan found some and sharpened them. I actually have a pencil point so that I can tell you that today is also Pencil Appreciate Day. It's the anniversary of the pencil's patent in 1858. And let me tell you, I, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I do, I do too. It. Yeah. Because before mm. I... And this is a real Ticonderoga. Yeah, it is. Wow. Chris, yeah, Chris and both those. Stole yep. those from the office, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you leave that cabinet unlocked. Yeah, that's it, man. Hey, paper <laughs> clips. It's okay to take it. I always needed a pencil sharpener. Well, okay. today is Pencil Appreciate Day. It is also Take a Walk in the Park Day. And you know what? It is a lovely day to do that here, at least in the Virginia area. That's right. Uh, we got what's got a high of sixty-eight today. Sixty. Well, it was sixty-three oh, in Richmond earlier. Man. Tomorrow we're looking for rain, so it's like you know all maybe that some stuff. sleet and snow. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Easter. No, everybody. actually, I, obviously though, listen. The temperatures over the weekend here in Virginia they're going to be in the sixties today, sixties tomorrow, sixty-five, close to seventy on Monday, with sunny skies, and then the high temperature on Tuesday, forty-nine. Which means you should be going today being uh, Doctor Day. Yeah, I like that. That today is Doctor's Day. Uh, however, our offices are now closed at this time. So <laughs> you laugh. I have a. I had an appointment. I mean, I. I, I are we going to get that growth off your nose finally? <laughs> That's an awesome. Oh my god! Is, oh gosh. Sure. Well, Here, I pop, have, that, <clears throat> pop that thing. My doctor is. Um, Dr. Vinny Bob Boots. My doctor, so I had an appointment in January, uh-huh. and there's nothing worse than walking into the doctor's office and having the receptionist go, uh, listen, you might want to go because the doctor's sick. He can't see you today. <laughs> Isn't that the whole idea? <laughs> that is the honest to God oh. truth. All right, so I went back, and it's like, and I decided, well, hey, you know, you know I'll wait. I'll wait through the month of February. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll set something up for April. So next Wednesday, me and the doctor are going to go toe-to-toe. And I don't know whether he's going to be happy. I don't really care. You know, I feel good, so, you know. Well, are you, uh, are you ill? No, no, but I am diabetic. Yeah. So, you know, so. again, it's like, you know. Uh, oh, let me get that bowl of sugar for you. Hold yeah, on. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then get you some give no, me. Noeos. Noeos. The Noeo sandwich. Ooh, ooh, oh, who <laughs> eats the cookies with the thing with no logo? It's the cookies that don't have any name at all. It's the Noeo cookies that we all like to eat when oh. we're eating with the milk. 
No O-E-O. Well, see, I know I know why the Mason household gets no EOs, because the kids don't know the difference. It looks like an Oreo or a Hydrox. That reminds me. <laughs> you see, this is why this show oh, works. Oh, this because... was great. So I, I, it reminded me of a funny story. I had Paul. Paul was about, I don't know, five or six years old. I was up in, I was up in uh, Crystal City. And up in Crystal City, uh, they have a McDonald's. McDonald's. I said the, I said the name of the organization. Oh, yeah, them McDonald's. One of our future advertisers. And, <laughs> maybe not. So the funny thing is, <clears throat> we on their it, down in the uh, what they call the underground. They have a little bench area there, and next to the bench is a full sized uh, uh, ceramic, lack of better words, paper mache slash whatever. Uh, McDonald, Ronald McDonald, in full outfit, sitting there with legs crossed, and I looked over at Paul. This will give you an idea. We haven't, like I said, we haven't had any broadcast coming into our home. So I looked at him and I pointed to it and I said, "Paul, who is that?" He looked over. He goes, "It's a clown." <laughs> Only the which is great because that means they haven't gotten through to my kids yet, which is great. That means. Uh, uh, that means that television still works for advertising, guys. So does radio, and so does broadcasting. So if you'd want to advertise with us, and you are McDonald's, and you, uh, and you think it would be advantageous to advertise with us, uh, do so because uh, we'll be available to you. Um, uh, advertising, what was the other thing? Oh, 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 and every time we cross over the railroad tracks, the ones that you that I pick you up from, yes. uh, uh, the the mid younger one, John goes. Oh look, it's Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I just wait. You not. He has no. They have no clue. Yeah, they you just there. wait. You just wait until they get together and they start getting with their little friends. And they, which one is it, Paul or John? Uh, Paul was the one. Who, okay, who when Paul, him. when they get to Paul and say, "Man, don't you know what McDonald's is?" Yeah, it's a place that makes me throw up. <laughs> uh, uh, Again, uh, not not that it would happen to you, but that has to happen to some people. Um, but it, it was it was it was it was really interesting to see that happen. Also, um, yeah, they they sadly uh, and again it would never happen to anybody else except our family. But, um, <laughs> is the fact that they I make as as JD has pointed out is I like to cook, I like to bake, I like to prepare foods. Oh man! So but I he will can. make I will make a uh, chicken strip nugget slash whatever you want to call them. Okay, so but I make them from scratch, and I start with you know like chicken breasts that I've actually carved off uh, a chicken. Okay. Okay. So you know then I have these spare parts I get used for making you know broiling and whatnot. So, um, so I'll do that, <clears throat> and then Grandma will take them off to McDonald's, and. <laughs> They they don't eat the French fries. <laughs> they think the McNuggets are spongy. <laughs> um, and uh, so they drink the Coke. Well, you know, I mean, I have to say, I don't know what I, else to I say. don't. I'm not meaning to insult McDonald's. Because, no, I mean I, they do a wonderful job of feeding kids throughout America in in schools. But you know, it's like their French fries. Have changed. Yeah, I know. And that was one of the best parts of McDonald's, the French fries. It was Julia Child. Yeah, she spoke with them some, sometime ago in 2008. <laughs> Before she died. 
And she spoke about the fact that she's a wonderful French fries. What are they? Cooked them in lard. And I don't know why they don't go back to cooking them in lard because they're so delicious. Well, it could be. Well, you know, lard. That's not really great for people who are on special diets and whatnot. But <clears throat> All right, listen. I like lard. Uh, you know, <clears throat> what kind of luck do you have? What? What, what kind of luck do you have? Uh, I have lousy luck. Okay. I, I'm, I'm the guy who got like. $300 from a previous employer and was sent down to Atlantic City and I lost the whole thing in about 10 minutes. How does that answer it for you? Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you a sad story and then I'm going to tell you an even funnier story. <laughs> All right, who died? Okay, um, back in... I'm trying to think. I have to pinpoint. Okay, back in the... 1992. Uh, okay. Back in the, uh, in the uh, uh, mid-90s, I was uh, working part-time at a business. Uh, they changed the name of the business. They shortened it. It used to be called Radio Shack, and now it's The Shack, and now I think it's just The. But anyway, <laughs> I worked every Sunday, and it was a combination Radio Shack and a video store. Mm-hmm. Every week, I played the big lottery on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. This is before the Virginia Lottery got smart and said, hey, you know what? We can make more money if we make this drawing twice a week and then we make the other drawing twice a week. Well, anyway, I play a set stand, set of numbers, set set of numbers, mm-hmm. and their birthdays. And I was broke as a joke this week. I was broke. Hey, that rhymes. Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, I'm a poet and don't know it. Anyway, I so I, I didn't have... The five bucks that I would have played. But me and my <clears throat> stupid self, instead of just saying I didn't play, so I don't care, <clears throat> I called the lottery hotline. Yeah. Do you know what it's like to hear one number, two numbers, no, three numbers, no, four numbers, no, five numbers, and the sixth digit? And it was the number you... The jackpot was worth three million bucks. And because I didn't have my five bucks to play, and I've never come close again, <clears throat> that is so sad. I certainly hope you feel sorry for me. Because, you see, had that come through, this would not happen. Because oh, I would have Oh, yes, been it gone. would. We would have been here, baby. <laughs> it so would have been a little bit different. It would have been a lot better. <laughs> And we would have been as uh, twice as entertaining as we were before. And uh, <laughs> and rich. <laughs> and rich. All right. I brought that up because the so latest... You got, you got all the numbers. I had all the numbers and not one dime on them. Ah. Yeah. That, that, that is... There is a sick feeling that you just will not get over. And I brought that up because the latest Powerball lottery winner, mm-hmm. uh, he is... Uh, let me think here. Uh, let's see here. He got the biggest power jackpot of all time. Uh, Pedro Quezada. Pedro Quezada. Of New Jersey. He's, he's now going to get a lump sum of $211 million or $152 million after taxes. Here's the downside to that. There's a downside. Yeah. This guy owes $29,000 in overdue child support payments. <laughs> Will, let me just write that check out right now, darling. <laughs> now, he has he has a deli that he runs in Jersey. Yeah. 
His uh, Apple Deli and Grocery now has a for sale sign on the door. <laughs> for sale, just come pick it up. <laughs> Authorities in New Jersey are now working to notify Kazada about the overdue child support payment. <laughs> Generally, the state's lottery division pays the judgment out of the winnings. But you know what? Can you imagine being the baby mama of Mr. Kazada, knowing that he is going to have 152 million bucks? Daddy, <laughs> I love you. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, oh, Bobby. All right, this is the Slade and Mason show. that dial. Not that there's any dial, but we'll be right back with the Slade and Mason Show.
Sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason show. Ooh. Why do I expect Jungle Love from the Steve Miller band to come out here? <laughs> oh, fourth floor, condiments <laughs> and instruments. <laughs> I wasn't gonna eat that, but anyway. all right. Hey, it is the Slade and Mason show. Welcome back. I am Mr. Slade, and I am Mr. Mason. That would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife will really be surprised when she gets home today. <clears throat> okay, listen. Why um, hello there. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Uh, you know, we here at the uh, Slade and Mason Show believe that you should be safe at all times, and that includes with your sexual activity. Oh, by the way, speaking, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of safety, <laughs> not nothing to do with sexual uh, uh, See, stuff. But no, 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 no we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Look, if you're driving down the road, okay, and you are, how does one put this um, delicately, short of stature. Um, are you short? You're short. And you can't reach the pedals. Please do not move the seat up to the point where you are sticking your breastplate against the steering wheel. Because when and if that airbag deploys, you are going to be splattered all over the back seat. And it's not a pretty sight. I don't think people I don't realize how much that. pressure actually comes from those it airbags. It actually explodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, that safety tip, uh, but you were mentioning something about safety and okay. <clears throat> sexual well, relationships. Now now we're going stuff. back. Listen. I'm sorry. I I I apologize for my interruption. Okay. My little outburst. All right. My outburst. Well, like I said, the, the Slade and Mason show believe that you should be safe in all your aspects. And the flavor wizards at J&D Foods began their empire with bacon salt. Bacon salt. Yeah, that's the product that veg- it's vegetarian, certified kosher, but it tastes exactly like bacon. Okay. Well, then they expanded the product line to include other flavors and products that aren't foods, like caskets, envelopes, and shaving cream. So what what did the caskets taste like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but there is a new product that joins bacon lube in their series of non-edible bacon after dark items. Oh no 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 no! Bacon condoms. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much what it says on the box: a strip can... of bacon printed on a strip of three condoms, which have a bacon-like design on them, pre-treated with bacon lube. Oh, <laughs> I'm just. There are so many things I can say right now. <laughs> and will they keep uh, us off the air next I week? I, I just. Uh, we're gonna, we're, guys. We're trying to keep this as G-rated as possible. Yeah, but it isn't uh, easy. It, we're going somewhere between G and PG. Man, I could just take it to R and R beat with that one. But we'll all right, just, we'll just, we'll just say it's an interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much. I wasn't done. I got one more. Oh, dear. All right. If you think that Mm. bacon condoms was something, uh, you're a parent. And, of course, you teach your children a number of things. Yeah. And uh, I went to a school where teachers taught for the love of teaching. There is a biology teacher um, who got in trouble last week. Oh, my. He got in trouble. Now, this is bi- biology. Yes, the study of the bi- bi- it, bio thing. Right, okay. He yeah. got in trouble for saying the word vagina. Um, in what context? Well, he said vagina. Ew. That's oh, how, mean, some, that's how some Idaho parents. What, uh, what well, you, wait a minute. There it is. Wait, Idaho. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. Idaho. Oh, okay. They so. reacted when a science teacher used the word vagina to describe 
Well, the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what other? What was he supposed to call it? Oh, you. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like. Uh, what other word would you have preferred? Uh, yeah. Well, like I say, the teacher Tim McDaniel, he has been reprimanded. He says he teaches straight out of the textbook, says he doesn't mention any words that aren't in the textbook, and the V word was in the textbook. Parents weren't only offended by the description of the female genitalia, but uh, the fact that McDaniel showed video clips of herpes. (laughs) Taught different forms of birth control Mm -hmm. and explained the big O. Not Oprah. Or... Oh, no, yeah, no, no, that no, no, one, no, no, That word. Yeah, that one. Okay. All right. Now, four parents complained, even though McDaniel has been teaching for 18 years without one complaint. Mm-hmm. Additionally, all students are given the option of not taking the class if they're going to be offended by the material. Mm-hmm. Uh, school superintendent said it was highly unlikely that an investigation would result in McDaniel's dismissal. But I'm with you, Dan. If you're going to use biological terms, you have to say vagina. Uh, you have to say vagina. Yes, you do. You know, again, and when you're describing, (laughs) you're describing breast and vaginas and buttocks. Mm -hmm. You have to use those words. So, you know, again, I. What about uh, about derriere? Would that be much better? Oh, don't be an ass. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) We just went to the PG road. Sorry. All right. right. Well, anyway, there are my dirty stories for the week. All right. So uh, there was one story you came across that was very interesting. was a. the French survivor. Oh, listen. Years ago, while you're looking for that, years ago on my radio show, I, I used are to you do. A radio show? Yeah, I used to do. Uh, uh, um, what do you call those things? Where you break it down. It's like radio so shows. No, it's like uh, I used to give um, uh, short versions of what actually happened. Like a Today in History. Well, no, not like a Today in History. Sort of like uh, a synopsis. That's the word I'm looking for. Synopsis. All right. I said at the time Survivor was big on television, mm-hmm. and so was that show Fear Factor. Uh, uh, you know yeah. where you found people eat, eating all kinds of things. Eat anyway, disgusting fried whatever. So I yeah. went on the air the one morning and I said, "Look, you know what? We are going to just keep pushing the envelope and pushing the envelope with reality television until somebody dies." Yeah. Well, sure as donuts. Sure what, as what'd donuts. you say? The French Survivor. Um, <clears throat> so apparently he was. I'm trying to find the story here. Uh, they had the French survivor, and the guy was doing the tug of war, and he, the wuss the wuss was complaining about pains in his arm. Oh, you know? really? Going yeah. up his left arm? Yeah, going up his left arm. <laughs> and and then I said, uh, my my chest it hurts. <laughs> Oops, sorry. And 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 sure enough, he 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 died. Well, the French, being the French, annoying as they are, yes. decided that that was going to be the end of Survivor in France. Oh, That's the last. Now, when they... Because some a, guy died? Yeah. Aww. I did a poll uh, a couple of weeks ago on the air asking about which show you thought was going to bite the bullet first. Most people thought that it was going to be The Bachelor because that really is boring. Mm-hmm. But the one answer that I loved that got the most response, can't we just do away with all of them? That'd be good. You know, again, because (laughs) what reality television has done, reality television has bastardized television because it's cheap to produce. You don't have to have any thought and anything like like this show, (laughs) like this show and anything that happens becomes, hey, an event. 
Yeah. The problem with that is that we are getting nothing but, nothing but reality TV shows. And I mean, they're just making reality TV shows about everything. Mm -hmm. Every dumb stereotype you could imagine. Uh, I saw, um, and I hate to, I hate to insult my Italian American friends, but there is a, there is a show that just, it's even worse than Joyzy Shore. Joyzy Shore? You're making fun of the boys and Goyce and Joyzy? Oh, God. Jay Wow and Snooky, uh, you know. Oh, Snooky's all that in a box of Cheetos, huh? Come on, Yeah, man. right. She looks like she's eating a couple of boxes of Cheetos. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. I, no, that's not a song. But anyway, reality television. So I, mm. I'm, I'm just not a fan. And it's like, and I have joined my partner in doing away with television. Yay! I mean, I, I just, you know, I have a laptop, so it's like if I want to find out things that are going on, and I have a teletype so I can find out the latest news, mm-hmm. and I can actually watch decent television shows on my laptop because those are the only things that you get free. <laughs> you know, again, you want something like Pawn Stars, you got to pay for that. You know? Oh. <clears throat> Unless you, you know, Hulu or Netflix or one of those things. All right. So... Anyway, that I, I'm just disappointed. I really am disappointed in television, and I, I've been such a fan for nigh on 50 years, man. I know, I know, and I'm just disappointed <laughs> because it just isn't getting any. And speaking of which, yeah, speaking of which, MTV, yeah, because somebody somebody emailed me and asked me what in the world was going on at MTV back in 1981. I was in Philadelphia. Do you know? You remember the first video played on MTV? That's right. <clears throat> and it really did. But on the same token, it was an interesting concept. And Bob Pittman, I had an interview with Bob Pittman. Who yeah, was we the... learned out how ugly uh, Tom Petty was. Yeah, no lie. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason, I still say he's the illegitimate son of Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Only he, pre- <laughs> only he prettier. <laughs> but the thing uh, of it is, is that MTV had an interesting concept, but I never liked videos simply because when you hear a song, you have your own concept of yeah. what it means. And then you see I what the artist's concept is, and you're going, <laughs> And you got to realize about, four, what is it, five years after that, that we saw the birth of the CD-ROM, uh, the, yep. the, the CD. The CD. CD technology right? came in. And own. then, of course, <clears throat> the album covers disappeared, and they got smaller, and that, that was the end of, of vinyl. So yeah. you that whole genre of what, the artist had in mind <laughs> developed down to you know what you could stick on a little yeah four and a half by four and a half so that was that way but I I was I'm, I'm disappointed in MTV and like I said when I asked Bob Pittman I asked him I said you know do you think this is gonna last he said well we're gonna try I mean you know they put a lot of money into that but what has MTV become it's anything but music television I know. it's you all know? just overly scripted gunk yeah like I say Snooky and Wow. hey you're on the Slade Mason show. Today in history, March 30th, 1822, the Florida Territory is created in the United States of America. Walt Disney and members of AARP moved in the following day. 1844, one of the most important battles of the Dominican War of Independence from Haiti takes place near the city of Santiago de Dolores Caballeros. The name of the war battle was, uh, well, apparently there's no record of it. But it was really important. I mean it. 1867. Alaska is purchased from Russia for $7.2 million 
by the United States Secretary of State William H. Seward. That was a sweetheart deal. Ice cubes for everybody! 1954, the Yonge Street subway line opens in Toronto, Canada. It's the first subway there, and everybody got a free toque. And finally, 1981, President Ronald Reagan is shot in the chest outside Washington, D.C. hotel by John Hinckley Jr. Now, now, he didn't die. He didn't die. He made it. He made it. He was okay. Well, he did die later. So, I don't know. I'm Dan Mason, and that's March 30th. for this break. Sadly, however, we will return to the Slade and Mason Show.
my my the first hour went so quickly i know i know hey i am dan mason and i am jd slade and this is the slade, the slade mason there you go slade so mason so uh last week we spoke of uh saving money <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that right off the top there uh and i did i saved some money today uh it was interesting all right. So the uh, last week we spoke of the fact that the uh, uh, the dishwasher at the uh, Mason household was uh, on the fritz, and we were only using the lower half. The upper half was still empty. And w- what I didn't point out was at the back of the dishwasher, there's this spout device <laughs> that's supposed to attach to the arms that are on the upper, and that was disconnected. So it's just blasting at like twelve thousand. 000- <laughs> Pounds per square inch. <laughs> he has water <laughs> on the front of the dishwasher every time you do dishes. So you know half the dishes get clean, <laughs> the other half you're picking them off. You know. Anyway, so uh, I did. I went down to the what's called the restore, and the restore <laughs> is a place. Uh, it's the um, it's for cheap people. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, frugal people. That's yeah, frugal cheap people. Yeah, cheap people. So it's the place where uh, Habitat for Humanity. Goes in, they will, as you know, they'll they'll take over homes, and what they'll do is they'll. Essentially, I've been trying to get them to build my home for years. Well, they'll disassemble your home, which is really cool. So you donate the home, they take everything away, and uh, they they archive them. And at the different restore stores, they archive dishwashers, washing machines, uh, couches, doors. You paneling. It's so, all here and it all has to go right now. <laughs> uh, brass screws, nails, old paint, uh, paint thinner. Bing! Know. Paint thinner's hard for it. <laughs> so, uh, sure as donuts, last week I went to go take a look. <laughs> I, I Oh, that was the other thing. Um, <laughs> I love the internet. So, it uh, it's a lousy device. So, I needed a new front windshield because I have to get my uh, 01 Sienna through inspection. <laughs> so I hopped on the net and I found a place that actually installed it for, man, I think it was like $178. Oh, it was wow. cheap. It, well, you know, I mean, considering the size of the vehicle. Yeah, well, that's true. It was it was a pretty good deal. So we did that and I went down to the restore store and I knew that I needed to get a dishwasher and there it was. This state-of-the-art GE dishwasher <laughs> sitting up on the upper shelf and I'm like, oh man, I gotta get this sucker. I gotta get this. I gotta get this because they only charge you like forty dollars for them. So wow. like fifty. So, um, I'm looking. I go, I gotta go pick up my daughter. Dang it! And I couldn't put it in the back of the the, the van <laughs> because I had seats back there, and I didn't take them out because it was raining. Remember last week? So, I forfeited the dishwasher. Aww. But this but- morning, I went to the dump. Because I don't pay for garbage removal because I'm only two... Bo- Stop it. I'm only two blocks away from the dump, so I take da-da-dum, my da-da-dum, own... Da-da-dum, da-da-dum, dump. I hope over away. <laughs> so I take my own garbage to the dump, and I recycle. But we talked about recycling. Yeah. We won't get into that. Yeah. But So afterwards, I said, you know what? I'm going to go down to the restore. So I went there, and they had like 19 dishwashers there. <laughs> And there was my dishwasher was still sitting up on the shelf. And I walk over to the guy. He's like, 
I said, the guy's like, because did you want to look at it or did you want to buy it? I said, I want to look at it to buy it. All right. So he's moving all the ladders and everything out of the way because this thing's packed in the back. No, I don't think I want like, This guy's going, he better buy this. I'm so So sure enough, I bought the dishwasher. I stuck it in the back of the pick-em-up truck, and I drove home, and we, with with Paul and Peter and <laughs> myself, we went and we, first we turned the power off. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first step. I turned the power off the existing dishwasher, and we emptied the dishwasher. That was the most important thing. <laughs> you got a lot of dishes on the way. Yeah, you, I'll tell you about Ah, you, you saw the sink. All right. <clears throat> so, and that was after one cooking one meal. <laughs> Well, uh, I got to tell you, I, but, when I came to the Mason household yes, today, yes. the very first thing Dan does, he, he damn near drags me into the house. He wants me to see this. <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> so, and, and here's the new dishwasher. Here's the new dishwasher. And, so, and it, now the dishwasher is it's like almost as soon as you walk in, you could, if you run into the house, you're going to run into it. Yeah. I mean, you go some distance. So I take a look just to adjacent to the right of the dishwasher. Here is this sink mountain of dishes. I'm like, holy. I know. Half of them are gone. So, <laughs> uh, I have a sister, Janet, who's probably listening. And she goes, Yeah, I know. So, we empty, it's like you empty the dishwasher, you make, uh, I don't know, a pot of noodles, and the next thing you know, the whole dishwasher sink is full again. You're like, What did I do wrong? I'm not what? I just boiled noodles. So, I think so, every kid in your house and the cat all drop dishes in. <laughs> That cat. So she does. But the uh, the interesting thing about the dishwasher is we we did. We got the dishwasher uh, unplugged. We uh, pulled the wiring out. We turned the water off from underneath the sink. You see this? Something that Do you, you see this? Would not do. Ah! This is ah! half a peace sign. All right. So, <laughs> so sure enough, uh, turned it off, disconnected it, took off the piping from the old one. Brought the new one in, took the piping off in that one, and wouldn't you know it, the fitting, shut up, <laughs> the fitting on the old one was a one-half-inch fitting. Oh, <laughs> the fitting on the new one was a three-quarter-inch fitting. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I, I just assumed all dishwasher fittings were exactly the same. Nope, nope, nope. Turns out the guy who did the the the, the brand-new one was a real plumber. And I'll tell you why. Because it actually had a copper pipe that was fitted directly onto the dishwasher. And when they took it from the restore, they actually snapped off the copper piping so that you could get the stupid thing out. 40 so, bucks. I'm like, yeah, 40 bucks. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, now, wait, before wait, you wait, get there's into more your... to, There's more to it. There's more to it, though. Here's the problem. So... <laughs> But oh no, it was so funny. It, it was like it was like, what is what is, what, what what kind of luck am I having? Luck of the Irish. Forty bucks. That's what kind of luck so, you're having. Sure enough, the connector plate for the water fitting wasn't in the front of the dishwasher on the old. It was towards the back. It was back about six inches. But on the new one, it's six inches forward. So when I went to connect the water supply, it was exactly six inches too short. <laughs> Hopping in the car, driving uh, down. So we get the new fitting, and and how I much how much traveling did you do to get uh, this? Uh, 
and how many gallons anyway, of gas did you so, burn? So and we have, now your forty dollar dishwasher is one hundred eighty sixty dollars because <laughs> I had to pay for a new a new six foot long pipe. But hey, it's in. And it washes dishes. Well, I'll see when I come next week. We'll see if it washes dishes. Uh, you know, uh, you were telling that story, and um, somebody reminded me of the story that you were telling about the microwave oven last week. About yeah. the okay. Well, here here is a. Uh, I'm Go not ahead. handy, so it's like yeah, we know you're not. Handy. If I if I went to a plumber's convention. The main speaker, the keynote speaker, would start out, of course, telling a joke. Which the uh, the the punchline would be, and the Allen wrench was supposed to have been a hex nut. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what I get when he starts talking about. Well, you know, and I had a fitting, and it was a three quarter inch. It's like, oh, yeah, I was like, okay. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. Yes, dear. Without looking. All right. What is shift four? Uh, that would be the. Uh... The shift after shift three, you work from you work from eight uh, nine in the morning. No, no, 12. no. On your keyboard, shift four. I don't know. Should I hit it? Well, look at it. Uh, shift. And there's a reason I'm telling you. Why? Well, because New Orleans businessman. Wait, Oliver, wait, wait. Pronounce that correctly. New Orleans business. Uh, oh, New Orleans. There we go. Okay, well, you Jiminy know. Okay. Do you offend people, man? Yeah, sure. Are you going to offend like, a lot of people? I'm working at it. All right, good. <laughs> but anyway, this New Orleans, because I usually Nolans. do call it New Orleans. It's like, you know, again, and people look at me like, oh, you stupid. No, it's New Orleans, man. New Orleans, man. All right. New Orleans businessman Oliver Pollock created the symbol that is shift four on this date in 1778. The shift four is the dollar sign. Boy, he looked at me like I was talking Greek. I, I'm I'm going in this explanation. I'm 17, looking at, when was that? 1778. Wow. That must have been a really slow computer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that hard drive must have been really bad. When were you born, Dan? What year? Uh, I'm a 63 model. <laughs> you are a 63 model. Yeah. Guess what? What? You and General Hospital are the same age because today, General Hospital de- debuted in 1963. Today in history. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I, I just learned so much. I have to tell you this, Dan. <laughs> the reason that I partnered with Dan is because this is the one guy who makes me laugh and doesn't have to try. Oh, so he thanks. came up with this concept of today in history. Where he would just take, well, you heard one. It's just my twist on it. It's his twist, and he is a twisted individual. But the thing of it is, is that I started airing it on my radio show. (laughs) That was just (laughs) funny story. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, I know. I, 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 I started airing this on my radio show. And, you know, program directors and general managers are supposed to know what's going on in their stations at all times. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, all of a sudden, it's like I had been airing today in history for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and I won't mention which one asked me. But someone did. Someone did. Someone said. Someone higher than you? Oh, yeah. A little bit higher than you. Well, sometimes they're mm-hmm. higher than me, but other times I'm usually <laughs> higher than them. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, I just got that joke. This, uh, this, this, this person in authority said, you air that every day? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, not only do I air it once a day, I air it twice a morning. <laughs> every morning. <laughs> so it just goes to show how oblivious bosses are. Well, uh, oops. Well, you know, that's, you know, they just they just 
they they have a lot on their plate. Well, you know, I prefer him to have a lot on his plate because if he didn't, he would constantly be poking his finger in my eye, and it's like, and I might have to punch him in the face. I'm sorry, I'm not a violent person. Uh, I am not you? a violent person. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, <laughs> uh, one quick story, and then I guess we'll take a break. Yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> Dan, I got all these stories of people who cook. <laughs> are you Are you saying... All right, go on. It hasn't happened I like to cooking. you. It hasn't happened to you, but there was a makeshift pizza parlor in a trailer parked near a baseball field in Florida. Okay, that's fine. It exploded. (laughs) What? What? When the pizza man started cooking up his pies, he wasn't hurt, but the place, it went up like a spicy meatball (laughs) when a gas line reportedly malfunctioned. (laughs) Maybe next time, just go over to the ballpark and cook, say, hot dogs. (laughs) This is a Slade Mason show. If you have tried to start a family and you just can't seem to, call the experts at Kenner's Pond Medical Center. With years of experience, we have a 100% fertility record. That is, if you're not in a family way, within three cycles, there is no charge. Meet the man behind the system. Hey there, Carmen DeGuzio. I've been getting women fertile for years. I don't use them IVF or IUI systems. I do it the old-fashioned way just like your dad did years ago. Think you can't get pregnant? Don't worry about it. Send me an 8x10 color picture of yourself, then we'll talk. A little wine, some dying food to stop in my place, and bam, it'll be like magic. So if you're ready to start your family the safe and natural way, call Kenner's Pond Medical Center and have your photo ready. Kenner's Pond Medical Center, ready every night. We'll return to the Slade and Mason show after this.
sorry about that, gang. But now we must return you to the Slade and Mason show. Doctor, doctor, I don't think he's going to make it. Fourth floor shoes, <laughs> slips, girdles. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome no, we back. We thought the tape. We thought the To the Slade uh, Mason show. I am uh, Slade. I am Mason, and uh, hi. Hey, not yet, but give me a couple of hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, listen. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Just because we want to make sure that we keep all our listeners up to date. Look, the NCAA March Madness continues. We are now down to bum, the, bum, uh, bum, let's see, it's the bum, Sweet bum, 16, bum, and then it's the bum, uh, bum, Stuck Up 8, and then it's the Left Behind at the Dance 4, right? <laughs> anyway, in the, uh, uh, what is this, the Elite 8, that's what they are. I don't know. It, well, I do. That's why I'm talking about it. You don't like sports. I don't understand any sports. Uh, let's see here. Let's talk about science. Okay. <laughs> In science today, we have... Science! <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, listen, oh, Michigan is... <laughs> Michigan's taking on uh, Flo- uh, Florida. In the uh, South The entire region. state? The, yeah, that's Woo, right. Yeah, man, that's a rough taking... game, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, they're taking on Florida tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock. The 5 o'clock game is going to be coming from the uh, Midwest. And that has Louisville taking on Duke. In the West, the Wichita State and Ohio State at 7.05 tomorrow night. But before that, it'll be Syracuse and Marquette uh, at 3.02. And will I be watching any of these? No. Uh, but you can get them on the internet now. But you know why wow. I'm not going to be watching it? Why is that? Because my poker game has come Yay. back. Man, it's like after 10 days, mm-hmm. my poker game is back. So it's like I know where I'll be over the next few hours. Uh, you'll see me on Monday. I'll have dark circles under my eyes. <laughs> Growth will be like a, I'll have half a six-foot beard going on. Oh All right, anyway, God. go, go, go. So uh, I, I heard an interesting little story. Actually, you you were kind enough to share this with me. It's very interesting. Do you know we spend every single year on our former presidents in oh, security yes. and, and whatever they need in life? $3.7 million. Uh, you know, I mean, how many presidents do we have? We have like well, there's see, only four li- left. Let's see, there's, plus the uh, there's, there's Carter. Uh, there's Carter. He's not dead yet. No, he's not dead yet. Right. There's the two Bushes, the two Bushes, and the, and Clinton. Clinton. All right. Now the big boy was uh, George W. W. Bush. One by two million dollars. I needed to get a new place to live, and and apparently, uh, right after right after that was. Uh, was Mr. Clinton? He took about one point one million. I need it. those girls were awfully nice. I take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Wee! Come here, Hillary. Meet. Oh, you don't want to meet them? All right, Hillary. It's okay. It's okay. Come here, girls. You sit down. So uh, uh, apparently, half of it was cosmetic surgery. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but that, you know that was really surprised. That's a lot. It's almost like a lot of money. Well, you know, here's the thing. First off. Uh, a couple of years, I guess it was during uh, Bush two that they raised the pension. The second generation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bush two, Bush two. Kind of like Coke one and Coke two. I don't oh, know, man. Right. New Coke, new Bush. New Coke, yeah, okay. We well, anyway, yeah. uh, they raised the president's pension from it was a two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand dollars a year to four hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, because you cannot run again, your jobs are done. You right. Know, once you become, once you become the head of honcho of the country, that's it. What else could you do? You I know? don't. I mean, uh, I can see, I could see Barack Obama working at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Have it your way. <laughs> Do you want fries and the burger? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't could... eat the burger. It's full of fat. Have this uh, lettuce burger here. Which my Obamacare my, my, my is going to take. My wife made from the garden in the White House garden that we made. But, you know. For you. Here is the thing. If I, you only have to work for maybe eight years. Mm-hmm. And you get a pension of four hundred grand, and you get health coverage till the day you die, at Walter Reed, no less. And and every time you show up at the press club, one point two million dollars goes in your pocket. Bang, bang. Yeah, don't tell me that politics ain't good living, man. Apparently, Bush had a phone bill. (laughs) (laughs) Nine nine. (laughs) $85,000. Who the Eight, heck was he calling, man? He's calling everybody in his Rolodex. And, and, and he must have been calling, like, Neptune or something because that, <laughs> I don't get it. So that was that was a little surprising. Now, I want to point out something. Um, you know, I don't know how many parents are out there have had the same problem I've had, but quite frankly, uh, when you go shopping... And you go shopping for toys for the, uh, we'll say the the under the under twenty set. We'll just say that. Um, there are guns. <laughs> there are cars, trucks, wind up, electronics, circuitry. There are baseball bats. There are basketballs. There are tennis. You know, there are a million and one things that you can get boys now. When you go down the girl aisle, you got Barbie dolls. You got Barbie doll dress up. You got doll dress up. You have makeup dress up. You have uh uh what's the one what's that uh, new direction up direction up arrow? Is that those three guys? Uh, yeah, oh, the three guys. You got that and you got uh uh Justin Bieber, okay? That's it. Just There Bieber. is nothing left. That's <laughs> all they have for women or women, young women, little girls. Young ladies is you know dress up so you look like a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor and Swift. Then, yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift we did that last week. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's it. That's all I got for boys. They have all these amazing different things, and I, I just don't. I I wish that someone would get on board. You know, they did. They were trying to figure out what can we do to get girls online, and they still haven't figured it out. Most of, most of the, the little ones under well, they got Facebook, right? <laughs> and they got MySpace for whatever reason. That's all around still there, and Twitter, uh, <laughs> and they got Pinterest. And what's the other? What's the other one coming up on board? Um, Pinterest. Anyway, anyway, so there's another social media network. The mind is a terrible thing to waste, <laughs> and he doesn't do drugs, man. Uh, however. I'm willing to learn. <laughs> hey, uh, do you uh, do a Daffy so, Duck imitation? Daffy Duck? Why, yes, I do. <laughs> do you uh, <laughs> you know one of his favorite catchphrases? Uh, used to know. Corn and, uh, corn and uh, what is that stuff? Corn and lima beans. I wasn't aware of that. What is corn and lima beans? Oh, fluffer and fuckatash. Boy, I tell you, man, it's like, do <laughs> drugs, man. It'll make you sharper. <laughs> the reason I brought that up, because... Fluffer and fuckatash. About 10 years ago, an ice cream maker in Fredonia, New York, yes. 
introduced his new, new newest flavor. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it, it, that's what it's called. I'm ready to get sick already. All right. Is What's it called Suffer and Succotash? It is, or is called, called... Suffer and Succotash. Boy-ish. Scott Aldrich mixed corn, lima beans with vanilla ice cream and threw in pimentos for color. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We, we have some vomit glaze to go with that if you'd like some. Anybody like some vomit glaze on there? Well, for more than 20 years, the Aldrich Beef and Ice Cream Parlor has made a bizarre flavor to honor April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Now, we were talking about April Fool's joke and the one that I had planned for my yeah. boss. Google even got into the act. What did they do? All right. Google posted a link on its homepage offering consumers free high-speed wireless <laughs> internet through their home plumbing system. <laughs> <laughs> the code name, Dark Porcelain. <laughs> Google said its toilet internet service provider, TISP, works with Microsoft's new Windows Vista operating system. (laughs) And Uh, the reason I bring up computer technology, because for those of you who do not know, not only can I not fix a car, I can't fix a sink. Boil an egg. I can't, you know, again, when I have problems with my computer, I call Dan. (laughs) And I go... J.D., what did you download again? Yeah, exactly. Well, here's what... There are tons of applications, and every time you look, hey, you can do this and do that and do the other. Well, I got a new application here that I just found. What is it called? Fellas, watch out. Uh Uh-oh. There is a phone app that will allow women to abuse lazy boyfriends. How does that work? All right, we're going to find out, because you have to scroll down, and it's, oh, look at this, the boyfriend. I I mean... Oh, so it's like a virtual... Oh, well... Yeah, there we go. Okay, there see again. Go. See, he's go. he's also working his magic. I'm on trying this. to help okay. this. Uh, you right. First off, physical <clears throat> violence is a crime frowned upon all over the world. Yeah. Well, some places now it's running away from me. <laughs> well, hold on. See, he went so far. He was what? He wasn't waiting for the computers. So yeah. Was, so I started pushing buttons, and all and of a sudden, all you know, freaking it's like, out. Yeah, it's going. Hey, I don't want to. All right. So yet? anyway, we remind you that uh, physical violence is a crime. And it's frowned upon by people all over the world. Stop Wait for scrolling. It. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Ah, there we go. Scroll, okay. scroll again. All right. Scroll. Now we'll we'll do this slowly. Uh, this app, <clears throat> and I kid you not, it does exist. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's see, called uh, Bruce. Is that, uh, is that the name of it? Uh, right there. Oh, in 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 the, the it's really, the boyfriend. In the really tiny text. It's about yeah. It's Type six, 86 font. Can you read that without your glasses? The boyfriend there trainer. There we go. All right. No boyfriend's perfect. It's time you trained him to become one. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Do you wonder why we have got this very warped view of our interaction between men and women? Anyhow. Uh, well, so, <clears throat> this, all that peace, love, and harmony stuff is out the window in the iPhone and Android app store. Both companies are selling an app where mm. women can abuse their boyfriends. Yeah. Called now, Boyfriend Trainer, <laughs> women can electrocute, uh-huh. mace, mm-hmm. and slap their virtual significant other for irritating a woman by not picking up after himself or looking at another girl or other small things. Most of these actions in the app take place in front of the virtual boyfriend's friends who just stand there and laugh while their homie gets beat up. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you get slapped, dude. I... I, I <laughs> <laughs> I am almost speechless. I really am. Why? You know, I'm missing the point. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Um, I all I want my phone to do is when I pick it up, I want to be able to dial a number, have someone go hello on the other end, or when it rings, I pick it up, I say hello. There's someone on the other end. Well, I've had that conversation with people at work, and they're like, "Yeah, but you know what? Um, 
you can you could do this on the internet. Like if you're searching for something on the internet and you want to buy something like Amazon, like there's an app for that, and you just press this button, and the next thing you know, you've got five thousand dollars worth of stuff coming to your door. And and I bought this really cool water skipper thing. Now, uh, uh, granted, uh, my credit card's kind of maxed out right now, but I'm think? like, I'm like, uh, dude, uh, what? Why? I mean, first off, where where are you surfing on the net? Well, look, I look, I'm right here. And, okay, but you're at work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is that big, huge, like box thing sitting on your desk? Oh, it's my computer. Okay, doesn't that have the internet connected to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you use that? It's free. Oh, oh, oh. well, I could be somewhere else. Like where? Like driving down the road at about 90 miles an hour and doing a surf on the net? No, no. So what you'll do is you'll go home and surf the net. The only use I have ever found for a what what they call a smartphone is driving directions. Oh my! But you can use a GPS for that, right? Yes. So wouldn't that be a lot easier to use? You go buy a GPS for one hundred and twenty dollars, or you can get them on you know Craigslist for thirty six dollars because everybody's dumping them, and you can avoid paying one hundred and eighty seven dollars for your phone bill. One hundred and eighty seven dollars to have a telephone in your pocket. <laughs> what, what am I missing here? I uh, you know I. They're calling them smartphones. <laughs> They're obviously for the dumb of us. <laughs> all right, I, I just but have, I can surf the net with it. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you. Look, look, all I need are glasses isn't now because that, I can't isn't see. That what, oh yeah, and you know, um, you know that the what are you do, what are you doing? This is a video. I'm of so us. glad that feed is not feeding. Yeah, that. Girlfriend is abusing her boyfriend in Hindi. <laughs> He's sloppy. He picks up in a fork with two hands. What she? What else she no say? Picture. He doesn't have a nice haircut. He's. What did you go to? What? What? What did she say? Yeah. He's eating his foot. A second. He don't. I love you, baby. I love you. I love you very much. Please take me off the telephone. No, you're a bad man. You're a bad man. All right, that's, that's not God bless you, too. God bless you, too. All right, you, too. All right. I, did, I don't know why you're putting that on. Well, I, I did that because, was like there a I said, reason? Did well, because reason that was another, another case where women are now told to abuse their boyfriends. Why? I have no idea because... See, that just gets guys angry, and then they're going to turn around and start abusing. And then next day, we're busy beating each other up, yeah. and the aliens will never come down here and talk to us because we're all beating each other up. Actually, you know, that might be a way to thin the herd. <laughs> you were talking about, uh, you know, technology. Uh, I think it is... Your is it Google glasses. or is it... A... Oh, it is Google. It's called Google, Gla- yeah. Google Glasses. I think. Where, Google glasses. Yeah, you think texting oh, and man. driving was a problem? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, they've they've come out. It's been out for about six months now. It's mostly tested, but it's like a pair of glasses. But it's kind. Of, hey, who remembers that Star Trek episode where they were wearing these virtual like uh, like I little do. glasses I things? Do. Yeah. yeah, and they had that little thing that throws That's the right. image into your eyeball. It's here. <laughs> you can play video games. You can surf the net. You can take phone calls from your friends. All while you're you driving. Videos. You can you could do recordings. So if someone's in the bathroom and you want to take a recording, let them take a recording. The bathroom going tinkle. <laughs> you can do that. And so far, they're not sure what they're going to do about it, legislation-wise, uh, because they're not hiding the camera per se it's just you have to recognize that this person is wearing this star trek episode type of device <laughs> in their head 
What do you do? Nothing. You, know, you can't you, do hey, anything. Here is the thing. I uh, before the internet, I had a very, I had a very, very quiet, and just nobody knew what I looked like. Yeah. Well, thanks to the internet, anybody can find out where I am and what I look like. The only thing they don't know. Is where I live. I won't tell him that. <laughs> oh, I know where you live. Shut up. I know where you live. I know where you live. I know where you live. <laughs> hey, listen. Before we end this show, though, uh, Victoria's Secret. We're not ending this show. No, I, I'm Don't saying, scare I'm me like that. No, before we end the show, because oh, we're coming. Uh, believe it or not, we're coming close to it. But oh. the thing of it is, Victoria's Secret has done something, and Dan has the story, and I have a rebuttal for it. Okay. All right. So. Here, here's what happened. No, uh, don't do it now. No? No, no. Oh. We're going to take a break first. Oh, all right. So what are you supposed to say? Uh, this is the Slade and Mason, Mason Show. Show.
return you to the Slade and Mason Show. I'm J.D. Slade. And I am Dan Mason. And this is the Slade and Mason Show. For reasons we're not quite sure about. Yeah, I don't know. How did I get I top billing? Got is you are just a... Uh, that's right. That's okay. Uh, Listen, you know, um, I have two daughters now. Yeah. They are grown now. I got one. And you have one who is not grown, which is why this story upsets mm-hmm. basically the both of us. And this is a serious tip. There are no joking going on in this one, mm-hmm. Dan. So um, recently, Victoria's Secret, of all people, decided it'd be a great idea to introduce a line of underwear for the uh, the younger set, which is fine. You know, uh, girls like nice, flowery, cute little bits of underwear. But imagine your seven or eight year old wearing a pair of underwear that said "wild" or or, or um, "too cool" right across her derriere. All right, or the other part of it, or the back end says, "I dare you, yeah. I dare you." Okay, the line is called. Uh, Bright young things. I, I got one here. It's a thong. That, Am I going to put a thong on an eight-year-old? Really? I mean, I, I had a bad enough time walking past, well, I'll say it, Walmart. And <laughs> Another future advertiser. <laughs> well, there that goes. And, you know, I'm seeing little girls walking around with a pair of sweats, and I know it's a line, and I know it's a big deal. It says pink across their butt. You know, the problem isn't the fact that the word pink is displayed. It's the fact that where it's put. Right. Okay? It was kind of like, oh, and I can't remember the name of the, uh, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think which rocker it was. No, 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 it wasn't. uh, Darn it, it'll come to me. But anyway, uh, uh, do you know who I'm talking about? No. Oh. (laughs) Why did you not? Because it's like I'm watching you just sort of fall apart. Fall apart. It was a, uh, it was like Yoko, was it Yoko Ono came out with a a line of, a line of menswear, and there were handprints, but it was like right where the crotch is. Okay, yeah, this is just stuff you just don't do. You don't come up with a line of, you know, uh, panties for I mean, for little girls that you know a thong. This is protect me. You know, come on, come on, come on. I you know, just yeah. Whatever happened to Dora the Explorer underwear or Smurf I, underwear? You that's know? fine. Or the you know they did have the line back here in the very first picture here. If you can go online, check it out. You know that's fine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's wild. Not, you put it wild, and that's that's not appropriate. Well, it's over like, the course of the it's week, like telling, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Over the course of the week, <clears throat> I get a lot of stuff, and this story, I knew we were going to hit on it. It's like, but I couldn't hit on it the way I wanted to. Because, Gee, why is that? Well, Mr. because commercial radio tends to have restrictions that won't allow it. Really? <laughs> but I got this post on my Facebook page. And now let me let me just tell you. It's like, look, I am not the height of morality in any way, shape, or form. I, I mean, I have done my share of dirt. But. You? But one no. thing that is sacrosanct to me, and that is my children. Yep. My daughters, it's like uh, their, their mother's gave them a moral code and I tried to make sure that I enforced that moral code and you know again it is individual choice yes it is but there are other choices that could be made so I got this post and uh, it is from the from a father who wrote an open letter to Victoria's Secret and I'd like to share that letter with you I'd like to hear that dear Victoria's Secret I'm the father of a three-year-old girl 
She loves princesses, Dora the Explorer, Doc McStuffins, and drawing pictures for people. Her Doc. favorite foods, peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. cheese and pistachios. Even though she's only three, as a parent, I've had those thoughts of my daughter growing up and not being the little girl she is now. It is true what they say about kids. They grow up fast. No matter how hard I try, I know that she will not be the little ball of energy she is now. One day she'll be a rebellious teenager that will more than likely think her dad is a total goofball and would want to distance herself from my embarrassing presence. I know that this is far down the line, and I try to spend as much time as I can with her making memories of this special time. But as I read an article today posted, it got me to thinking that maybe the culture that we currently find ourselves in isn't helping the cause. Recently, I read an article that Victoria's Secret's launching a line of underwear and bras aimed at middle school-aged children. The line will be called Bright Young Things and will feature lace black cheeksters with the word wild emblazoned on them, green and white polka dot hipsters screen printed with feeling lucky, and a lace trim thong with the words call me on the front. As a dad, this makes me sick. I believe that this sends the wrong message not only to my daughter, but to all girls. I don't want my daughter to ever think that her self-worth and acceptance by others is based on the choice of her undergarments. I don't want my daughter to even think that to be popular or even attractive, she has to have emblazoned words on her bottom. I want my daughter and every girl to be faced with tough decisions in her formative years of adolescence. Decisions like, should I be a doctor or lawyer? Should I take calculus as a junior or a senior? Do I want to go to Texas A&M or University of Texas or some Ivy League school? Should I raise awareness for slave trafficking or lack of water in developing nations? There are many, many more questions that all young women should be asking themselves. Not will uh, a boy or girl like me if I wear a a call-me thong. I want my daughter to know that she's perfect the way she is. I want my daughter to know that no matter what underwear she's wearing, it does not define her. I believe that this new young line, Bright Young Things, thwarts the efforts of empowering young women in this country. Bright Young Things gives off the message that women are sex objects. This new line promotes it at a dangerously young age. I implore you to reconsider your decision to start this line. By doing so, you will put young girls' self-esteem, self-worth, and pride above profits. Uh, Evan Doive wrote that, and and it covers the sentiment exactly. Like I say, I Mm -hmm. cannot imagine... I mean, even when my daughters were little girls, I could not imagine them even wearing anything that looked like that. Um, well, their their argument it's it's funny. They say that it's it's really for college girls. It's not for little girls, but okay, they're so, marketed at <clears throat> middle school right, girls, right? And you that's know? that's the main problem here. You know, like I say, listen, college girls, you can make your own mind up. You're mm-hmm. going to do it anyway. But middle school aged girls are impressionable mm-hmm. and they're going through all that stuff with body image and they're all being made to feel like I'm funny looking because my arms are as long as my legs and whatever. I know. but It's a rough time as it is right now and having to put something as, as weighty as that on them. is It's criminal. Wrong. It really is. And, and Victoria's Secret, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame on you. This is the Slade and May Show. We'll be right back. We'll return to the Slade and Mason show after this.
sadly, we must now return you to the Slade and Mason show. <laughs> That's not appropriate. Oh, sorry. I'm Dan Mason, and to my left I have... J.D. Slade. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Hey, uh, real quick, I just want to talk about something real quick. There's uh, somebody who's picked it up on... Uh... On Facebook. Uh, well, she's got some issues, or he does. <laughs> <laughs> you will learn. You will learn. Hey, uh, before we uh, before we close out, I just want to talk about something. You know what? Um, <laughs> well, there you, is a talk you, show. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am the king of cheap. Yes, I. I, yeah, I, 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 will, thought I, will I find, was cheap. No, 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 no. I no. will find things that are cheap. But you know what really annoys me? <laughs> well, hard to is, tell at this point. You know, <laughs> buying stuff cheap and then not work <laughs> stop it you know i want a pair of glasses at the do- <laughs> dollar stop at the dollar store let me tell you about how much they cost you a dollar. <laughs> i had to work really hard for those dollars now when i got them home they look really cool because they had like this elvis Gus costello look to them <laughs> okay dark black rim it was really cool and then, and then I noticed after a while, after a folium, they made this weird, they made this weird clicking noise, and I thought maybe my shoes are making. Noise. And then I, I noticed like, wait, it's only when I open and close the glasses, and I go, oh yeah, well maybe it's something different. And then, and then I, after a little while, this little piece of black plastic fell off. And and then all of a sudden. One of the arms fell off. And then I had to put some duct tape on. <laughs> I mean, I figure for a dollar, it's got to last longer than six weeks. <laughs> You're lucky it lasted longer than six minutes. <laughs> anyway, so I just. But did he throw them away? No, no I kept he's... them going, and they. but but I, I'm sadly I lost them. <laughs> I may have to go back and get another pair. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, we are just about done. Oh, but hey, man, I want you to keep this. I want you to keep this odd trivia stuff here for next uh, week. All right, all right. We next will go with that. But okay, Did look. Did you know the largest thing on your <laughs> oh, body? Right, Wait, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's next week. Is that- hey, listen. Here's what we did this week. What did we okay. do? Okay, we uh, we of course recapped what happened this week with us. What happened? We this talked week? about Easter. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, we oh, was talked- that coming up Easter? Uh, let's see. Oh, we talked about boyfriend abuse. Yeah, uh, your dishwasher. Hey, back off the dishwasher. You know. I, you know, I'll I'll know next week when I come in if I see a sink full of dishes. <laughs> I'm gonna know the secret. We, I, it's not working. It's yeah. like it's... we, of course, jumped on Victoria's Secret, oh, who yeah. will never sponsor us again. You know, they'll yeah. never sponsor us because uh, you know. Again, hey, I'm sorry. Bright young things just doesn't cut it for me. We did beat on McDonald's. Let's talk about that. <laughs> McDonald's. Okay, and and then we wrapped it up by Dan telling you exactly how cheap he is, and he hasn't even scratched the surface yet. Uh, yeah, because quite frankly, <laughs> he has got, got stories. Oh gosh, I, you know, you can, you can find just about anything on the internet. Uh, we've cheap. already proven that. Hey, I got, I got this, this little nice. Uh, well, see, now they don't know what that is because they don't have the, the camera hooked oh, up yet. Uh, look at that. Isn't that cool? <laughs> quick story. Quick story. Go. Quick story. It's Go like, I, I was in Philadelphia and we took a, we took a, a group of blind children to the circus. They wore headsets so that... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I would hope so. They wore headsets, but because I am so used to being visual, yeah. 
you would say things like, look at that. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you see? I know where this is going. No, I guess you didn't. So <laughs> you're at the circus, and the elephant jumps up on its hind legs, and you go, oh, look at that. And all the kids are going, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all looking at each other and around. Uh, uh, listen, I, you know, I, that that is just the weirdest story because, like I say, I, I was with a woman who was helping me do this mini cast for them. Mm-hmm. And it, it just got so bad because you kept going, look. Ooh. And these poor children, uh, I've scarred them for life, too. You are such, I don't know what to say. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You know what that means. Ooh. It's that time. We have to say goodbye, everybody. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. It hey, was let's... a whole lot of fun. As it always is. Hey, we're... I'm Dan Mason. And I'm J.D. Slater. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to come back next week. That's right. There, We're going to keep coming back until the <laughs> internet says no more. <laughs> Hey, but though, listen, if you listen and you like us, tell your friends. If your friends don't like us, get some new friends. That's right. Hey, and make sure you go over to danosongs.com where you can hear cool music like this and other cool stuff like that. And we thank him very kindly yes. for contributing. Dano music. Dano music. music. So, and if you are an advertiser, and we haven't abused you yet. Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Uh, let's see, who else have we got? Uh, did we beat on 7-Eleven yet? No, we haven't done that. Okay. Next so, week. If you want to <laughs> give us a call or visit us. And uh, uh, we're at, oh, yeah, we're at uh, danmason.com. And it's M-A-Y-S-O-N because I have an issue. And, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, we'll see you next week. Right, bye, bye. Everybody.